Vrelig en Ghanneke. Just want to share a few highlights of a maimer that the Rebbe um, said in Tovshin Chavov that speaks to the heart and the essence of what Ghanneke is really about. The Rebbe raises a, a very well-known question in Chesidus. He cites it from the Friedrich Rebbe that although the mitzvah to light the menorah and Chanukah is based on the miracle and the ness that happened to the menorah in the Beis HaMikdash. Nevertheless, we see that the mitzvah of kindling the menorah of Chanukah is very different than the way it was done in the Beis HaMikdash. And in general, the Rebbe divides into three different ways. Time, space, and the type of menorah. In terms of time, the Besamikdash candles were the, the candles in the Besamikdash were lit during broad daylight by Plaga Mincha an hour and a quarter before sundown. Whereas the Menorah of Hanukkah has to be lit Davka only after sundown, and that Gufa, that itself, at the end of sundown, the Safashkia, when it's already dark. The Menorah in the Besamikdash was placed in the inner chambers of the Besamikdash, far from the outside in the Kodesh, where the Mizbeach was, in the Shulchan, uh, whereas, as opposed to the Menorah of Hanukkah, has to be placed uh, towards the outside. So the Rishus Arabim, the streets, would see the light of the Menorah. And the third thing is that the Menorah of the Bezamikdash only had seven branches, seven candles, and the Menorah of Hanukkah has eight candles, eight branches. So we know what the answer in Chesidus is, that during the time of the Greeks, the spiritual darkness that tried to overpower the light of Torah was very strong, and the Ness of Hanukkah was there to empower us to be able to sublimate even this darkness. And Chesidus explains that there are certain types of darkness that ordinary light can overcome. Light dispels darkness, as we all know. But then there's a kind of darkness that is so obnoxiously resistant to light that it takes a very unique light to be able to penetrate and neutralize even such a darkness. That type of darkness was the darkness of the Greeks. They were very powerful, and it took a very unique light, the light of the Menorah. And Chesidus says that the light of the Menorah is so potent more potent than the candles of Shabbos, more potent than the candles of the Beis Amikdash. It has a unique quality to it that it is able to neutralize and sublimate even the harshest, most resistant darkness in creation. Exodus explains that this is why the Menorah of Hanukkah has to be placed Davka outside a place of the public, a public place. Public in Kabbalah represents where there is, the, where there is a, a lack, it's lacking the presence of Hashem, who is one, right? And the world appears to be a diverse place with many different things, as opposed to the private domain, which is symbolic of a place where Hashem's oneness is manifest there. So the idea of placing the Menorah to the public is a way of 
neutralizing a space which has no connection to Kedusha, to Alakus, to godliness. And it has to be specifically at night when there is darkness, which symbolizes the spiritual darkness, because this is the light of Hanukkah has this unique capacity to sublimate even the most difficult and most challenging light, a challenging darkness. And we see it in, the, in daily experience that there's something about the light of Hanukkah that can touch even a Jew which is very far away from Yiddishkeit. Many, um, this is not in the Maimah, but many Mephoshim, uh, Tzadikim, especially in the Polish tradition, bring the Gemara that Psilas Eshmanim, there's certain oils and wicks that you're not allowed to light Shabbos candles with because they're very poor burning and it's not, it's not for Shabbos, for various reasons. It says, but you're allowed to use them for Hanukkah. So they say the hint here is the wicks and the oils is us. It says that the neshama of a person is like a candle. A candle is made of wicks and oils. There's certain poor burning oils that the Shabbos candles cannot, we cannot use this for Shabbos candles. The, the hint here is that these are neshamas that are so far away that the, the light of Shabbos cannot affect them because they are wallowing in such a deep darkness that the light of Shabbos is too limited to be able to reach them where they are. But Hanukkah, you can burn them. What is the remez? The hint here is that the light of Hanukkah is so potent, so powerful, it can cut through even through the thickest, most resistant type of darkness and find a Jew even there and touch him. Now Rizal explains that's why Friday, we first light Hanukkah candles and then Shabbos candles. Because the Hanukkah candles is there to hunt down even a Jew that Shabbos candles can't find. And when the Hanukkah candles wake that Jew up and the Jew is finally beginning to emerge from that abyss of darkness, then Shabbos candles can be lit and elevate the person even further. So this is the, the, the meaning of Shabbos. This is the meaning of, of Hanukkah candles. And that's why it's lit dafka at night and dafka on the outside because it's the unique power that the Hanukkah candles have to, to change even the, the thickest and most intense darkness. And that's why it's also eight because in order to be able to sublimate even such challenging darkness, you need a special light, a light which is symbolized by the number eight. That means a light that is not commensurate to the constraints of creation. A light that is more within the context and the framework of creation is a more limited light. It can only reach and sublimate and transform darkness to a certain degree. But there's a certain level of resistant darkness that is so rebellious, so resistant that ordinary light, a light that is limited to the framework of creation, does not, is not able to touch. There has to be a spiritual light that is so unique that it's limitless in power. Its power is not limited by light and darkness. It is a unique type of light that transcends the differentiations between different degrees of darkness and different degrees of light and is able to penetrate anything. And that is called a light which is 
above the framework of creation. And that light was brought down and given to us as a gift on Hanukkah, through the Hanukkah Menorah. Shabbos and, and the Bishamikish don't have this power. It says, what brought, what, what, what earned us this unique privilege of on Hanukkah to be given such a powerful light is because of the Mesiris Nefesh. That Matasyoro and his sons had uttered Mesiris Nefesh. And when you have Mesiris, means you go beyond yourself. You put everything at risk, everything on the line to protect Yiddishkeit, Torah Mitzvahs. That, in return, brought such a powerful light. This is what Chassidus says about the meaning of Hanukkah. In the next part, we'll discuss what questions the Rebbe raises that are still left to discuss after this explanation.